Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Are you an ultimate Eagles football fan? Well, you're in the right place. Well, you're in the right place. (laughs) This is Bird 365, hosted by the new Mac and Mac, Jody McDonald and John McMullen. And here we go, here we go! Who collectively have covered and talked about more than 50-plus years of Eagles football. Kick off your day with Birds 365. You'll get debate. We love to argue. You'll get the real story from inside the locker room. And you'll hear from some of the great football minds from around the region. You're about to become an Eagles insider. Get in the game. Join Jody Mack and Johnny Mack and join the football community that flocks to Birds 365. Birds 365 starts right now. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Go! And a good morning, Birds fans. It's a summer Tuesday here on Birds 365. Thanks for streaming in with Mac and Mac here on Birds 365. John McMullen and Jody McDonald. No Eagle activities today. No Eagle roster moves. No Eagle trades. There's no new Eagle news. So this season is the season of ratings and rankings and lists and where do you disrespect put don't forget disrespect oh i'll get the disrespect uh fear not uh we we've got that again which is borderline shocking to me but uh again we'll get to that um two good writers two good eagle beat guys that i i want to touch on stuff that they've done in the last 24 48 hours one of which whose name is john mcmullen uh, for Sports Illustrated with his tag team partner, Ed Kratz, has started his Eagle Top 25 player rundown. We had fun with this last year. I got to tip my hat to John McMullen. He said, sorry, I'm just not putting the Kobe Dean on a Top 25. And I thought he was going to fight his way onto that. And he just never got off the bench other than special teams. So John was right to not have the Kobe Dean on the Top 25 uh, correct me, I want to portray this uh, accurately. You and Ed come up with your own independent top 25 lists, and then you give out points as per where they fall on the top 25, correct? Correct. So we mesh it together. So we have two people, independent, independent trying, trying to come other. up with the best list possible, which is interesting you bring this up because I think it was eight through – I'm not going to give it away, obviously, but eight through 14, which is weird. We got the exact same order, eight Ooh. through 14. 
That is a little weird, right? Yeah. Right in the, basically in the middle of it. Yeah. You happen to match up for about eight or so spots in a row. That is a little a little strange, but you gotta get there. We got we're starting at 25 and working our way down. And the first one on the combined SI list for top 25 is Kenny Gainwell, who you had on your top 25, but Ed Kratz did not, correct? Correct. Uh, I had him, I think, 23rd. Ed didn't have him at all. He kind of beat out Cam Jurgens for number 25. We both had Cam on the list. I had Cam at number 25. Ed had him a little bit higher, I think 24. Um, so Kenny won out because I had him higher. Um, so right there. But, um, it, it, yeah, I mean, hey, Cam – I think is going to be on that list after the season. We do it before the season. We do it after the season. I think Cam eventually is going to be on that list, but I mean, he's all projection Cam Jurgens. I, I think Kenny Gainwell played pretty well in the playoffs. Um, when Miles Sanders got a little bit banged up, I thought he had a disappointing season, to be honest, for the majority of the, the regular season, I thought, and it, you know, I thought the Eagles were disappointed, to be honest, as well. But I, I think he reignited uh, some of that optimism by the stretch run that he had. And now he's going to have an opportunity. Um, and I do think he's going to have an opportunity. I think a lot of people are defaulting to, well, it's going to be Swift and Penny. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, I, I think Kenny's going to be given an opportunity and hey if he falters in in the summer he falters um and if those guys play well those guys play well but i do think it's going to be a a real competition and, and again contracts i say it all the time contracts don't tell you everything but they tell you a lot and the eagles didn't didn't go all in on rashad penny and i didn't get a buzz with rashad penny in the spring you know zach berman was on the show yesterday jody and he gave wise advice, you know, don't get caught up into what happens in the spring. So maybe I'm getting a little too caught up, but I was surprised at how little buzz there was uh, uh, over Rashad Penny in the spring. And it's a position you don't even look at until the pads come on. Right. But there was buzz for Deandre Swift and Kenny Gainwell. And even Trey Sermon, the head coach, kept bringing up. The coach is a Trey Sermon fan. We know that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's something to it. I, I do. And, and you know, all those one-year guys that they, they signed to the, whether you want to call it the Walmart clearance aisle, look, if they perform in the summer, they're going to be a part of things. If they don't, you can easily move on from those guys. Simple as that. Yeah, you're a big Kenny Gainwell fan than I am. Um, and the, the the way that you stated it played well during the playoffs. He had one mega game during the playoffs. Had a huge game against Giants, 112 yards. He's easily his best career game ever. He had 48 against the 49ers on 12, uh, 14 carries. That's 3. Point, would have 3.4 yards per carry. That's nothing special. And in the Super Bowl, with Miles being a non-factor after the bad decision slash first play and hurting himself, seven carries for 21 yards. Biggest, biggest game of the year he did next to nothing in the Super Bowl. So I think the whole did well during the playoffs is slightly over. He had an unbelievable game. 
121, 112 yards on 12 carries. That's 10 yards a carry. That's off the charts. It's one game. Uh, and that's why I think they went out and got Swift and uh, the oft-injured back. And that's why I think people are not getting his nuts for him because it's just a foregone conclusion that he's going to get hurt. Um, we'll see if uh, Kenny Gainwell gets the chance. And I'm almost surprised that you're the Kenny Gainwell fan because one thing that you and I agree on is everyone said, oh, they get him the ball out of the backfield. They'll throw the ball to Kenny. That's where Kenny Gainwell's going to make his play. He's going to make his plays in space. We just don't believe that that's going to be the default mechanism of this quarterback when he's got the ability to take off and make plays with his feet. I just do not believe it wasn't a big part of the Eagles game plan last year, throwing it back out of the backfield. I don't think it's going to be any bigger this year. So I'm not exactly sure where Kenny Gainwell is going to grab the Well, yeah, well, a couple things. And when I, you know, part of it is, you're right, if you're just going to look at raw numbers, certainly the Eagles didn't run the football uh, effectively in the Super Bowl. I mean, nobody's going to argue that. He had more juice. If you just watch the games, he had more juice than Miles. Now, part of that was, as I said, Miles was banged up. And, 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 you know, he went through the season. He went through the ringer. He had the 1,269 yards. He had all the touches uh, through a 20-game season. So it kind of makes sense that it was worn down. So that's part of it. Um, and Kenny just looked like he had more left in the tank, and he should because he barely touched it, uh, uh, you know, I think 27% in the regular season, um, uh, which is – very similar to where he was as a rookie. And, and remember, this is number 25, all right? This is not – this is – there's 22 starters, Jody. I, I'm saying – all I'm saying is he's the 25th best player on this team. That's not, you know, that's not top five. That's not no, all I, pro I get level. It. That's one of their top backups, and that's what he's going to be. He's going to be one of their top backups. I've never thought Kenny Gainwell is going to be a lead back in this league because I, I think he's got size issues, but I think he's already shown he's a good change of pace guy. And and Nick Sirianni uh, uh, likes the running back by committee um, unless Dalvin Cook shows up and, and, you know, they're going to use a running back by committee. Uh, and if that's the case, I think he's going to be a part of it. And I do think he's got tremendous receiving ability, and you know how I feel about that, and we're on the same page. It's not as important here as it would be with the Chargers, for instance. Correct. Where I think he'd be catching 60, 65 balls. I don't think it's as important here. But I do think he's an underrated runner. In fact, one of the shocking things to me over his first two seasons is how much they use him inside the 20, just whether he can hide and – uh, he, he's better between the tackles than people give him credit for. Now, I don't think he can run it 20 times, 25 times. Uh, but again, we're talking 25th. So we're talking top level backup. And I think he's one of their best backups. I right. really do. Yeah. I, because of the one subtraction and two additions that they made, if Rashad Penny stays healthy, I think Gainwell's going to get the third most carries. Third, even if you want to go to touches, you want to add in the, the passes out of the backfield as little as they may be per game. I, I think he's going to get the ball the third most on his field. I'll have him still, despite the verbal love that the coach gives Trey Sermon, 
I'd still have him, uh, Kenny Gay, what ranked ahead of Trey Sermon, but the coach may just shock us all and prove that he meant what he said. I think he's just trying to lift the guy's spirits up. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, you're a bigger Kenny Gainwell fan than I am, but that's okay. Um, now, here's what I wanted to get to. Our friends over at Pro Football Focus uh, are doing lists galore. This, this started last week into this week and uh, in both individual positions, overall offense, overall defense, overall rankings for teams, individual positional rankings. Man, they got some eagle love going on at Pro Football Focus. <laughs> Number one, offensive line in football, and it's not close, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, defensive line in all of football. This one was at least, they they write it a little closer, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one team, roster strength, top to bottom, one through 90, I guess now, but it's going to get cut down to one through 53. The Philadelphia Eagles with the San Francisco 49ers number two. We talk about how the AFC is better than the NFC. I quickly tell you the top 10, seven of the 10 are AFC teams, uh, which means only three are NFC. But the top two are the Eagles and the 49ers. As I told you yesterday, I think the drop off between the 49ers to the Cowboys is bigger than the drop off between the Eagles and the 49ers. So and uh, wide receivers. Cincinnati Bengals won the receivers because they included the tight ends. Uh, Cincinnati (laughs) Bengals won Philadelphia Eagles number two. So they got them the second best receiver group. Best offensive line, best defensive line, best overall roster, second best wide receiver. Where do you think pro football focus has the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles ranked? Um, Four-ish, five-ish. Keep going up. Two, no up. Uh, up as in away oh, from. I thought you one. meant up on that. Yes. Wow. All right. yeah, uh, seven, seven. Now so we all got Chris a little Sims. crazy that Chris, Chris Sims, Sims went with him at number seven, but Pro Football Focus also had Jalen Hurts ranked seventh. The difference being, uh, Sims had uh, Trevor Lawrence at six and Jalen at seven. Uh, Pro Football Focus put Rodgers back into the top five. Uh, Sims had Rodgers falling down a little bit off the season that he had last year. He they had. Yeah, I'm uh, a Rodgers guy too. So you know, but I, uh, hey, would you have Rodgers ahead of Hurts? Boy, that's a tough question. That's like a Soapy's choice for me. Um, I look if Rodgers is worse, it's because the age has started to creep in. Of course, Rodgers is. That's not an insult. I hope Eagles fans understand. This is not an insult. Aaron Rodgers is, I'm going to have difficulty putting anybody above him when he's playing at a high level. And that's why you as a Jets man should be so excited. Now, maybe he is done. Maybe he is cooked. Maybe he is on the downside. I mean, he is going to be 40, I think, or is 40. I think he turns 39 in season. 39. Um, So, I mean, it happens to everybody. There's going to be a slight descent, but boy, he's so smart. He's so good. He makes just tremendous decisions. Um, accuracy, arm strength. I haven't seen um, a huge drop off, so I, I would probably put him ahead. Yes. Right. Um, and so did Pro Football Focus. 
I I have him number three. I think the only two quarterbacks off what he did last year that you can rate above him are uh, Mahomes and Burrow. Well, off last year, yeah, no question. He had he had the second best season. So in theory, you could rate him above Burrow. Now I'm trying to mar- mesh the two together and and trying to do projection and and put it together. Uh, it be forced me. Look, it's not wrong. I would put Joe ahead of him. But he was better than Joe last year. Um, I put Aaron. He was clearly better than Aaron last year. But the consistency, you have to also factor in. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers has done it for a long time. So you kind of, if, you know, he's going to, if he has two seasons like that, uh, you know, you got to add in the supporting cast. That's what makes this stuff difficult. It's what makes this thing this thing fun and the Eagles do have the Eagles are the most I, I said it last year on the show so many times it became very clear about midway through the season Eagles were the deepest most well-rounded team in football um and that's why you see they're number one here they're number one there uh, Bucky Brooks was the one who put their defensive line which I think was a little much number one in the entire league uh for any position group um you know, the wide receivers, uh, uh, the quarterback, uh, the tight end, all over the place. They're top tier. You, you rarely see this, especially in this era. Um, so you, that factors into it as well. Um, but he's he's a top five quarterback. I, I think seven's a little bit low. Yeah, I was surprised. And people did get their nose out of joint. Guilty as charged. Uh, that he had uh, Chris Sims had him down at seven and the pro football focus guys put him at the exact same spot, which I absolutely believe is low. And as far as the surrounding cast, it's chicken and egg time. Was Jalen's advanced game the reason why the Eagles at certain positions look as good as they do? Or did those guys all step up and drag Jalen with them? I am not going to just default to, well, Jalen's got a ton of talent around him. Well, part of that talent stepped up because Jalen stepped up and all of a sudden they got better. So what kind of an effect does his advanced game have on their games? Yeah. I I think that's a very fair question. I, yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think it's either or I I think it's both. I think, you know, Miles Sanders is a perfect example of that. Uh, and I talk about running backs all the time. I said it up to the draft. I said the Eagles don't need a top-tier running back because, you know, Jalen Hurts makes things so much easier for the running backs. That's a perfect example of him elevating people. Now, we know before or after, we know Lane Johnson's great. We know Jason Kelsey's great. We know uh, uh, what the defensive line has been. Um, there are certain guys. We know what Slay has been. Uh, what Bradbury's been, the defense as a whole. I mean, you know, it helps them when your offense is scoring points. Uh, so that factors into it. We know A.J. Brown can play. We know Devontae Smith can play. But he also, you know, makes them a little bit better. Um, so I don't think it's either or. I think it's a combination. Right. But, hey, it's easier to play when you have a lot of talent. And he's got a lot of talent. It's fair to say that as well. Uh, uh, that's it would be disingenuous to say he doesn't. So I think it's both. 
As, as long as we're acknowledging both, it's not Jalen riding on anybody's coattails. I'm not going to say that Jalen lifts all these mediocre players that star status. No, they got star level players. It's a little bit of both. Uh, and that's why I, I, I'm not going to count that as a negative against Jalen because he's got talent around him. Oh, by the way, uh, other guys have, have some very talented uh, players around him, too, at the quarterback position in the NFL who are uh, ahead of him on the list. All right, Johnny Mac, Johnny Mac, chatting you up here on Birds 365, a summer Tuesday. Coming up next, we're going to get one of our regular guests from CBS Sports. And oh, by the way, guy on CBS Sports put a quarterback list out. He had Jalen Hurts higher than number seven. Uh, we'll probably make uh, him get on the uh, record and tell us where he'd rank Jalen Hurts. Uh, we've got Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports jumping in next here on Birds 365. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Google TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. And the big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go birds! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. The 
got John McMullen and Jody McDonald. You're Mac and Mac guys here on Birds 365. We're lucky enough to get Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports, uh, cbsports.com to jump in with us. Uh, Kerr, I'm going to ask you one question that has absolutely nothing to do with football first. And let me readily admit my area of expertise is now 40 plus years old. The last time I bowled on a regular basis, grade school. Every once in a while in high school, but I'm going back to grade school. When is the best time of year to bowl? Oh, is he freezing up on us? I asked him such oh, he's a frozen out he of looked, left field. He looked so real. He oh, does. It's a frozen. It's a he frozen looked like he was contemplating my question, yeah, giving did. it great thought before he answered it. I, I right, you're unfrozen now, Carl. When is the best time of year to uh, bowl? The best time of year? It's the winter. It's definitely not the summer because I. Why? I haven't had a good summer bowling in oh, about see, that's seven you. years. You're, you're tying it all to yourself. I'm going to be. A more open-minded individual. I say summer for one very important reason, and you'll explain this, I hope. You walk into a bowling alley, and it is cold. It is just naturally cold. If you're cold. wearing a short sleeve shirt, you walk into the bowling alley, and you go like this. I, I, I'm guessing they need to do that to keep the lane, the type of role that they want on it. I just love coming out of the nice hot heat outside and coming into a overly air-conditioned bowling alley. Am I just making this? I'm telling you, it's 40 years ago, so I might just be dreaming this crap. But tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. So the only thing is when you bowl, the approach has to be good. Because if you're wearing bowling shoes, if you stick, forget it. You ain't you're scoring. You, you, right. ain't doing, you ain't doing anything. So, yeah, they have to keep it insanely cold. I actually wear long pants when I bowl in the summer and in the winter, obviously you're, you're dressing warm, but it feels nice when you go in the winter, but in the summer, I, I don't know. I, I rather prefer the heat, but that's just me. Uh, I like the, I like the cool. I got a default to uh, Ernie McCracken here. Um, that's who I take all my bowling advice from and maybe, maybe Nick Biero and Jeff Kerr. Uh, so hey, I got a Nick's got PBA tour card here. Yeah. You gotta remember that. Yeah. So I don't know much except Ernie McCracken. Right. But which is, what did Ernie prefer? Since you're going to quote Ernie McCracken, was he a winter guy or a summer guy, McMullen? Uh, he, that was Bill Murray in the movie. So oh, I know where Ernie McCracken uh, is. Yes. Yeah. Maybe, so, maybe the worst. I don't think they happen. addressed it. But they did have the, you know, the guy who had his own track. I forget that character's name. Uh, he made it very cold for a reason. Uh, we can't talk about that on a family show. If you remember okay. the movie. <laughs> Uh, he made it very cold for a reason. So, uh, and it wasn't bowling related. I shall say that. Understood. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll just see this as a bowler, someone who needs to have really good eyesight. And I normally do. I hate the summer bowling one because of allergy It is allergy season for me. And two, I just don't bowl well in the summer because I'm working on my game for the fall. So okay, all right, uh, all right. I apologize for getting us off course. Um, Jeff Kerr, Eagle uh, quarterback rankings heading into the 2023 season off what they did and what you're projecting them to do this year. Give us your top five, six, seven quarterbacks. The Jeff Kerr ranking of quarterbacks going into the NFL season 2023. Well, Mahomes is one. Um, I'd probably go Burrow to is where it gets tough. Um, I probably would go Hertz three based off last year. I'd probably go Josh Allen four. 
you know, there's always going to be someone I'm missing here. It's, it, you're putting me on spur of the moment. Yeah, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here, buddy. Yeah, this I is got pressurized summer. So you got, well, most people will throw out, you know, where, where are you going to have Rogers? Where are you going to have Herbert? Exactly. Where are you going to have Lamar? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I the put, more difficult ones. I think on talent alone, I, I actually would put Rogers five. I probably put Herbert six. So that's a good. That's a good one. That gets rid of, I think Trevor Lawrence would be seven right now. I had a Lamar. I, Trevor Lawrence getting a lot of love. I I love the guy. Jody knows. Yeah. I you know tremendous prospect. But I boy, I think people are skipping steps with Trevor Lawrence a little bit. I, I think, I think, he's going I think to they be are too. He went, I, he went mano a mano with Herbert in the playoffs last year, and one oh guy yeah. fucked up a oh twenty-four yeah. point lead. Oh, he had a great he had a great run. Uh, I think Doug is doing a wonderful job. I think. The biggest idiot in the world, Press, Press Taylor's doing a wonderful job, uh, who all of a sudden got smart again. Um, and I'm being facetious. I hope people realize. Uh, I think the Eagles did him a disservice. But um, I think he's a, a really good quarterback. I think he's going to be even better. But I, I think there's still some development is all i'm trying to say last but, year was pretty much like a rookie year for trevor lawrence because yeah. of the urban meyer oh, yeah, yeah, he probably got set back by urban meyer that probably hurts but uh, um back to your lamar thing i mean i i've seen some people have him in the top five i'm not problem with that i mean he's a former mvp i he's still a really good quarterback it's just he's hurt a lot and but the the numbers don't i i i don't like when people say wins aren't a quarterback stack because in theory they kind of are the Ravens are 45 and 16 when he plays. That when he starts, they're 45 and 16. Yeah, there's certain guys like I, I agree for the most part in the other direction that wins are not a quarterback stat, except when they are. If you have consistent <laughs> success, um, you know, like Lane Johnson at right tackle. Well, in theory, wins losses shouldn't be a right tackle uh, stat, but they are for the Eagles because when he's out there, they stink and win. And when he's not, they tend to have problems. Um, so I, I think it's on a case-by-case -case basis. The guy who took a hit for me, not from a talent perspective, uh, you know, he's probably number two from a talent perspective. But the guy who took a hit from me last year was Josh Allen. Uh, too many mistakes. Too yeah. reckless. Um I've knocked him down a little bit in the off season. He's, he's a guy now he can fix it. I mean, he's incredibly gifted, um, but he took, he took a little bit. So if I'm going to disrespect anybody in that top tier group, it's probably going to be uh, Josh Allen. And I think yeah. it's fair because of the turnovers. You can't get on Dak Prescott for turnovers and not mention Josh Allen, who had, you know, was tied with Prescott, I think for the most interceptions in football. My, my defense of Josh Allen, at least from the turnovers, is the Bills had a terrible offensive line. People don't want to admit they had a terrible offensive line last year, but they did. And I don't think their running game was that great. I thought James Cook was their best running back last year, and now he's going to be the feature back. I, I was not a fan of Devin Singletary at all. I actually like the fit in Houston a lot more than I did in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I, I and, and Trevor, I think there is that drop-off. After Trevor, Trevor to me. So if we if we say if we all agree that Mahomes, um, well, should be one, obviously. But then you have Burrow, Josh Allen, the Herberts, the Rogers, Lamar's, Jalen Hurts. So 
Then you have a drop off to Trevor Lawrence, and then you have another drop off to whomever you think might be the next one. Um, pretty significant drop off. So yeah, I, I think Trevor belongs up there. I just don't think he's um, in that top whatever six seven group. Yeah. Where, I, where do where do we go like Dak Prescott here? I, I still say he's top ten. Well, I think he's in the conversation to be nine or ten. You know, if you have eight really good quarterbacks. I think he's – if you put him at nine, I wouldn't argue with you. That, but I that, think he's that's how a I, little bit below. But I think it's getting hard for a certain fan base to admit that Dak Prescott will probably never be a top-five quarterback. He's well, who did PFF have, have after those guys? So they had oh, – yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look it up. So they had Mahomes one, Josh Allen two. I think that's too high. Joe Burrow three. I, I'd put him at two. Herbert at, at four. I love Herbert. I'm I'm in the bag for Herbert, so I have no problem with that. He's, uh, co- Rogers, he's coached by the worst offensive. Yeah, I don't like ever. I don't like the situation. Hopefully, Kellen Moore helps him out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Chody knows. I, I that guy's unbelievable. Um, Lamar, Jalen, Trevor Lawrence. Then they have Cousins nine and Prescott ten. So that's where you're at in that nine ten range. I I have no problem with that. I'd yeah. probably put Prescott ahead of Cousins, but that's about right. I think. I don't think Daniel Jones should be ranked higher than Dak Prescott, which no seem to be a thing. No, like, no, that's absurd. Yeah, Jalen Hurts oh, ran for more touchdowns last year than Daniel Jones threw. Think about that. Uh, you uh, know who I might put in that conversation who I think is underrated because of the start of his career and maybe the end uh, in Los Angeles, Jared Goff. I put him in that conversation. I, I think Goff deserves uh, at least a top 10 consideration. He's, he's definitely has not been, he's been good in Detroit. I'll say it. he's been good. Yeah. He's, he's got, good I don't know. Make. People have problems uh, saying that. I don't know why he's, he's solid. He's not great, but he's a, he's a good quarterback. You I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the guy who I think is being disrespected on a lot of these lists, and I get it because he was hurt last year, but being hurt didn't seem to diminish Lamar Jackson, but it did Matthew Stafford. We're only one year removed from him being the champion of the yeah. national football. Well, I, you, you know me as well. I've always talked up Matthew. Some of that is age as well with me. But you're right. If he's healthy. Um, didn't get you from keeping Rodgers in the top five, did it, John? No, but Rodgers is different. I mean, I, I've always liked Matthew Stafford. But Rodgers what do, what do Rodgers and Matthews have in common? One Super Bowl championship apiece. Uh, one, yeah, but one's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And Matthew Stafford's a very good quarterback that people have underrated for many years. But one's, Including you know, are you going to dismiss? Into this year, in my opinion. Are you going to dismiss Dan Marino? Because he's got zero. And I'm not going to say you know, Matthew Stafford or even guys, most guys who won Super Bowls aren't in the Marino category. Most guys who won Super Bowls aren't in the Rodgers category. Um, Those guys are top 10 all time. Here's my point. And you guys were just throwing out Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins and uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, that's who I'm comparing the one championship that Matthew Stafford has to those guys who have none. Dan Marino, Dan Marino. Yeah, he takes it to another level. You wouldn't compare uh, Goff or uh, Cousins or Dak Prescott to Marino, would you? No. No. Not, so, And I wouldn't compare him to Rodgers, which is why I don't. 
That's what I was trying to say. I don't compare him to Rodgers. Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks who ever lived. Uh, those guys aren't in the conversation with him. He's got Even three MVPs. MVP. Matthew Stafford's only made one Pro Bowl, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, I, he he didn't make more as an alternate? Now, the, according to Pro Football Reference, he's only made one, and it was one of his worst stati- uh, statistical seasons because <laughs> I, I was doing a, the duos list for CBS, like who would be my best duo on each team, and I went Stafford and Cup, and I was looking up Stafford's numbers from last year. I'm like, they're the worst since his Pro Bowl year, and then I look, that's his only Pro Bowl. I don't that's know how crazy. that happened. I, I, I that can't believe crazy. that because there are guys get – there are years where the eighth-best quarterback in the league makes the Pro Bowl because guys just go, yeah, no thanks, yeah, no thanks, yeah, no – Tyler just, Huntley made the Pro Bowl last year. He only had four <laughs> touchdowns. It's ridiculous. Tyler Huntley's made as many Pro Bowls as Matthew Stafford is what you're telling me. Yeah, pretty much. Jalen Hurts has made ridiculous. as many Pro Bowls as Matthew Stafford. You know, I, I finally <laughs> – by the way, this is arcane, but – People might find it interesting because I've been meaning to ask this for years because Pro Bowl selections are a big deal when it comes to contracts. And, um, you know, a lot of times incentives are based on Pro Bowl bursts. And I was always like, what about alternates? What about guys that, as as Jody's saying, when and you're Tyler Huntley? No, they don't count. They don't count. You have to be on the original list for incentives. So, it is a little bit more meaningful to be on that original list. Uh, if you're an alternate, you're an alternate. I think yeah, that's why we make such a big deal about the all pros now because of all the alternates in the pro. Like going to the Pro Bowl used to be a really big deal. Now it's, okay, did you make the all pro team? Well, it's always been, did you make the all pro team? Especially with that, we have so many Hall of Fame. We're lucky enough to have so many Hall of Fame selectors on this show uh, since we've done it, Jody. We had Jason Cole on yesterday. Um, those guys have always, when they debate um, Hall of Famers, they don't look at Pro Bowls. They're yeah. looking at all pro selections. Um, because, you know, that means you're either the best two or three at your position on a particular year. And if you do that consistently, that means you're a pretty good player. So. I mean- I look at Jason Kelsey, for example. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's got five all pro selections. Oh, yeah. Five first team all pros. It's, yeah. I think there's only like four or five centers that have more than him, and they're all Hall of Famers. It's, you know, Dermotti, Dotson, you know, Mike Webster, those guys. All right, Jeff Carr, I didn't bring this up with Johnny Mack. We got off on a ranking and rating tangent. Uh, but good friend of all of ours, Ruben Frank, on his observations column, which I think hit yesterday at some point. Uh, pointed out uh, where the Eagles can be improved this year. I see what he's saying, but I'm not sure that I agree with him. Eagles last year against the run. We know what their ranking was, and ranking is based on how many yards you give up per game. A more accurate way of rating a team against the run is probably yards per carry. Because last year, the Eagles got a whole bunch of halftime leads. They were this unbelievable second quarter team that dominated a lot of their opponents in the second quarter. So teams come out trailing in half, they run it less. So their total yards are going to be less, but their average per carry can be a better judgment of it at 4.6 yards per carry. That was the fifth worst in the national football league Eagles against the run fifth worst. If you go by yards per carry and Ruben's theory is the Eagles are going to be better against the run 
because they don't have Javon Hargrave anymore, who on Pro Football Focus rating against the run wasn't good at all. Now, he's great at uh, tracking down the quarterback, getting sacks. A D tackle that gets double-digit sacks is huge. And, oh, by the way, the 49ers liked him enough to give him a massive contract. Will the Eagles be better against the run just because Javon Hargrave isn't in their defensive tackle mix? I think the Eagles will be better against the run because Jordan Davis is going to be in there more than Javon Hargrave not be in there. Because I remember when they signed Javon Hargrave, he was always an underrated pass rusher, but that's not what he was really asked to do in Pittsburgh. He was asked to play the nose more. So he was pretty solid against the run. But last year they were fine against that until Jordan Davis had the foot injury. And then you know that led to the calamity in Houston and the loss against Washington and Howie Roseman reacted and said, okay, Linval Joseph, the Dominican suit, come on down. And it seemed to patch things up. And, you know, it was almost like a leaky faucet. You know, you just got the quick seal. That that was it. Now you got now you got a new pipe. So mm-hmm. you got Jordan Davis back. I think that's going to significantly help. I think Milton Williams is a lot better against the run than people give him credit for. So I, I think Milton, that's gonna... Milton was here all 17 games last year, right? Yeah, but how much was he – John, you would probably notice a lot better than me. Like, uh, just from, you know, watching the games, being at the games, I didn't take that much notice in Milton Williams the last five, six weeks of the season. No, I thought, I thought Milton played well, especially in the second half, um, for what they're asking him to do. See, here's my problem with this discussion. They don't, they don't care, right? Yeah. It's all light boxes. Like, if they were trying to stop the run, I would put more emphasis into it. Now, if you want to argue with the theory, the scheme, the philosophy, I'm with you. I'm 100%. I get people want to argue that. To expect this team, the way they play, to stop the run like they're, you know, Pat Williams and Kevin Williams in their prime, (laughs) the number one rush defense. Who was the number one rush defense? Tampa Bay, Vita Bay. Yeah. yeah. three, Three straight years. Minnesota, three straight years with the Williams wall. Um, to expect them to stop the run like that, the way they play, is ludicrous. So and that's not really of, a thing anymore either, like being the number one rush defense. No. So, But if you want to criticize the philosophy, then I'll listen and I'll say, yeah, all right. You know, maybe they should pay more attention to stopping the run. But until they change the philosophy to expect guys. Now, where Rube's right, and I've said this for years, Javon Hargrave is not a good run defender. He is not. He's a great interior pass rusher, but he is not good against the run. Where it really showed up as year one uh, under Nick Sirianni, where they didn't have that player. They didn't have that nose tackle, that shade technique, even though Javon played it, and he played it in Pittsburgh, not good at it. Cam Hayward was was better. Well, Cam, Hay- Cam Hayward's yeah. the, the underrated stud of the yeah. Pittsburgh defense. Um, but he's not good at it. He's a good pass rusher. But they, their whole thing is math, right? Plus one, plus one, plus one on offense. The plus one on defense is get another guy in coverage. Well, when you get another guy in coverage, you're always playing these light boxes and you're going to give up these runs. And, you know, that's the philosophy. I don't love the philosophy. Jody can tell you that. I don't love it. Um, I prefer to to pay a little bit more attention to the run. What One of my pet peeves is 4-3 versus 3-4. You know, the Eagles never played a third linebacker. Never. Ever. 
Nicobe Dean was the third linebacker. He had 34 snaps as, as a rookie. And all of those were in blowouts. Right. It's not he, like they said. It wasn't he was like the they field. added a third linebacker. No. He went in for somebody. Yeah. So never, ever did they play a third linebacker. Now, most teams don't for significant uh, snaps. But you might have 15%, 20% here and there in the modern game. A lot of people play loaded boxes. You know, Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinators, Brian Flores, that Eagles fans would probably like a little bit more that are a little bit more aggressive. They put more emphasis into it. The Eagles don't, and they're not going to put emphasis in it uh, under Sean Desai. People can blame Eagles fans, It's not going to change. And Eagles fans probably know firsthand. I, I, I love Wink Martindale as a coordinator, but – that philosophy, like you said, loading the box, that doesn't work well against a multifaceted offense like the Eagles. That's why the Eagles blew out the Giants pretty much every time they played them last year. Yeah, so that's kind of the conversation. Well, you know, they think this is the way to play modern football. They're probably right. I don't necessarily like it all the time, but I will acknowledge they're probably right. And you're going to give up some runs if you play this way. Right. And you just my are. My take is, and I get it, the Eagles were 14-3. and three. They blew out their two playoff op- opponents in the NFC. You can't. Uh-oh. I got a we frozen lose- Jody. Yeah, you I have a frozen Jody? I have right. a frozen Jody, too. I, I never know. That's the problem with streaming. I never know who's frozen, who's not. So Especially we'll here in, to- in my crib at 8 a.m., it's always up in the air. Like every time I sign on, I'm like, Oh God, am I going to connect today? Am I going to connect? Well, <laughs> I connected for a little bit. Then I froze. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully Jody can make it back and, and, and we'll keep the conversation going as we wait for Jody Mack. But um, I do want to bring up because you, you did do your uh, it, it is ranking season, uh, Jeff, and you did your best duos for each team. And for the Eagles, you went, and I can't argue with you, you want Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Um, let, did you have any debate going back and forth with oh. AJ and Devontae? Because uh, I think that Oh, I did. Be... I had a lot of debates on this because I do any – like, they have to be on both sides or both players have to be on the same side of the ball. So I'm like, do I go Jalen AJ? Do I go AJ Devante? Do I go Slay Bradbury? Do I go Sweat Reddick? Uh, but I, I looked at my list last year and I went Kelsey Johnson. I said, you know what? None of them had a drop ball. So why don't we just go with the linchpin of the offense? Those two, the, the two guys on this team are probably going to be Hall of Famers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We we shifted Jody, if you didn't hear, to Jeff's uh, best duos on every NFL team heading into 2023. Uh, for the Eagles, Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Here's why I would go. I'd go A.J. DeBonte. Everything's. I, I can't argue with you on this, by the way. <laughs> but here's why. I mean, to me, and Ed Kratz and I are doing our top 25 Eagles and – I'll just, I'm not going to spoil anything, but everybody's going to be really high on the list um, of these four particular players. My definition of best duo would be complementing each other. Now, the offensive line always complements each sure. other. But if it were center guard or guard tackle, I would have, you know, 
a, a more those guys are spaced out, uh, uh, Kelsey and Johnson. Whereas, whereas AJ and Devontae are complementing each other on basically every play. That's the only reason I would default to to AJ Devontae as the best duo on the Eagles. But was there any other team with so many candidates uh, for this? No. Nah. Not really. Like even a team like the Chiefs, it's well, it's Mahomes, Kelsey. That's just the obvious. Easy, I mean, yeah, they're the Super Bowl champ. Like Bills, Allen, Diggs, uh, Bengals, Burrow, Chase. Like the Eagles, it, it just when people say the Eagles have a talented roster, they have a talented roster. I mean, we're not, you know, giving you fool's gold here. Like, like I said, there were like five or six duos I could have picked out of the Eagles, and I don't think any Eagles fan would go, "No, you're wrong." Or you know why? Or why'd you go this one when you go went this one? That, that's just how loaded they are. I mean, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith was serious consideration for me because they they both are top ten receivers of the wide receiver duos last year. They were second in the NFL in receiving yards behind Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and they're the first pair of Eagles receivers to get a thousand yards in a season. It's it's just incredible what they're able to do and how young they are and. I actually wrote about this yesterday, my standouts for minicamp, and I put Devonta Smith in there. I said I thought Devonta Smith had a great minicamp for the one little bit I, I saw him. I'm like, I, I don't care what the situation is. I think Devonta Smith's going to have a monster year for this football team. I like your uh, – both you guys uh, look look at the duos. Um, I'd put Sweat and Hassan Reddick in there, too, because as yeah. I was talking about yeah. complementing each other on each side of the defensive end, I'd probably have them three. And it probably Slay and Matt Patricia as number four. <laughs> See how that plays out this year. How many uh, Darius Slay, Matt Patricia questions do you think he's going to get this year? Darius, well, they're they. Um, uh, oh, I called him Darius. Um, you can tell it's the off season. Um, <laughs> I'm a lot. You know, they should. They didn't give him to us in the off season, which is weird because Slay's one of the first guys to talk every week, um, and they were clearly keeping keeping him away from us. I I don't know why he, he gets asked the questions once, and that's it, basically. Yeah, and, and he handled and it he, well in Detroit um, when he was at Calvin Johnson's golf tournament. You know, somebody asked him out there, and he said, eh, "Yeah, yeah, he was open about office. it." Yeah, yeah. We'll That's see. and he's a pro, and he'll just say, "You know, it's 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 a business. We're working for the same goal. Um, you know, got to be friends to work together. All that kind of." Good stuff. Uh, very yeah, but, but we know we know Darius has got. All right, sorry if I call him Darius. Like, <laughs> uh, has a little thin skin when people were trying to blame him for that third and thirty. He came out and defended himself immediately. So if anybody questions, uh, well, yeah, place, I mean, like, if, if, oh, he's going to defend were, himself. And I wasn't there, so I can't answer this. Uh, you know, it's just my opinion. Is, uh, is that, you know, Matt Patricia was probably trying to motivate him and say, you know, oh, you're not in that category yet and probably took it the wrong way. I mean, that that it happens all the time. Jim Swartz was trying to give uh, DK Metcalf the biggest compliment in the world. Yeah. 
comparing him to Calvin Johnson. And and Metcalf, Metcalf took it personally. Yeah, and he took it personally. He thought he was, he said, because yeah, he had no idea, basically, who Calvin Johnson was. And that's on DK Metcalf, not yeah. freaking uh, Jim Swartz trying to compliment him. You never know how people are going to take these things. Not everybody is a historian of the game. It's just a business of, of, of their doing, and they're very good at it. Tyree Kill just named his top five running backs of all time and didn't have Jim Brown on the list. Who who's who who had top five and Jim Brown's not on Ty, the list? Tyree killed it. He didn't even mention Jim Brown, but which is odd because I was going to say, well, maybe he doesn't know that far in history, but guess yeah. who's on there? Gail Sayers. Uh, uh, Brown, Brown was before him, but uh, not yeah. that much. You shame on Tyree Kill if that's the case. All right, Kurt, before we let you go, you know I gotta go here with you because you and I are on the same page here. You're a fan of Hard Knocks. I'm a fan of Hard Knocks. It's now June 20th. They have my proposal, Jody. We still don't know who's going to be the Hard Knocks team. Come on. You're tight with Jeffrey. You can get Laurie on the phone. Tell him. Volunteer. Philadelphia Eagles, the 2023 preseason Hard Knocks team. I need this, Jeff Carr. I want this to happen. Let's talk it into existence. Can you get Jeff Laurie on the phone and talk him into it? No. I wouldn't want this team anywhere near hard. I said, I, HBO, listen to my proposal. Bring the Detroit Lions back. They just said no. The Lions yeah. said no. I did read that over the weekend. They, they, they actually. Even the Lions don't want to do it. That. Nobody I, I, wants to yeah, do who, that. I, I, and you know what? It's. I, I love hard knocks, but it is outdated. Like, I think the end season one is it's better still now. It's good. It's, it's, it should suck, but it doesn't. That tells you how good it is. By all rights, it means it should suck because it's been on so long and it's the same thing every year to change the name to protect the innocent. But I still love it every single year. Well, I think the production values are off the charts and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they do a tremendous job with the uh, production. I remember when they did that drone shot. I think that was Hard Knocks Mm -hmm. uh, of of the Cowboys Cowboys, facility. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, that stuff is off the charts. Um, but you know, these teams are so secretive. They don't, they, they, they have, you know, final say they can cut stuff out. Just it's just not, unless you're going to make it real, unless you're going to make it a documentary, unless you're going to make people, um, uh, and say the NFL says, you know what, this is important to us. This is an important brand. Sorry. It's your turn. You have these rules. You pick a team. It's your turn. You got to let these guys have open access until they get to that point, And they're not going to get to that point. I don't care about the show. So, I mean, it's not, you're not seeing um, uh, an unfiltered look into these teams. It's very guarded. Um, they have, they can say, well, hey, if it's take that this guarded, out. The Eagles should be willing to sign on. You're going to have control. Johnny Mack is not, you're telling me you're not, it's not really saying anything. Why can't it be the Eagles? Here's because the they too. don't want it. They don't want to do it, Jody. I, now, if you want to, if you want to say it's stupid, I'll agree with you that the Eagles are so secretive. I say it all the time. I think it's dumb. But they don't want to do it. I mean, that, John, that, dude, you, you and I see that like during practices. It's yeah, it's strict. Put your phones away. Like put them down. Oh yeah, it's, 
You can't oh, we're video. doing install. Put your phones away. Yeah, come because... on. I, I, I've heard it a couple of times. Kurt, did you not hear me? No, you didn't come my way. So yeah. <laughs> Hey, they had a hell of a season last year. They were tied with 10 seconds to go in the Super Bowl. I'd rather celebrate it than hide it if I were the Eagles. But that's just me. I think things a little you know differently. What? Go than... to the Chiefs because they're one of the few that still do an open training camp practice. I mean, fans film – their training camp practices all day long, and they've asked Andy Reid why I don't go because well, I that, like the, you know I like you, it. You bring that up. This is this drives me insane. Uh, now the training camp practices have to be open by NFL rule, so we get to watch the entire training camp practice. The fans that are there, remember, there are a, a certain number of fans allowed in the Eagles practices. It's usually you know, special days. It's usually, you know, season ticket holders, um, things like that. I'm not talking about the Lincoln financial field practice. I'm talking about the Novacare practices. Right. By invitation. Yeah. Um, And we, the reporters, we get the film for about the first 15 minutes. And then it's, as you know, Jeff, it's put the phones away. Um, Um. same thing with the fans. They tell them to put them away, but there's too many people. There's always people filming, and yeah. there's always people. Like the famous Jalen Rager catch. We didn't film that. We were yeah. not allowed to film I that. I think a fan first got it. Yeah, fan, oh, yeah. fan did. Um, because you can't police everybody, um, and it's so dumb. It's so dumb yeah. because uh, you do have fans – but, and nobody's getting it. You think the Dallas Cowboys are sifting through? Oh, look at look, look at this fan video. Come on. Yeah. I, but this is the way the league is. Or, or a fan like videotapes just the whole practice. You know, do you really think teams are just going on that Twitter account? No. It it, it, it drives me nuts. And, and right. honestly, I think it takes away the experience from the fans too, because that's what most people do now. They're they're on their phones. It, it's it's society now. Something wrong with that. Last time I'm going down this road today. Oh, I'll go down it again. Somebody's got to do hard knocks. So it might as well be the Eagles. I know, John, what you guys say. The Eagles don't want to do it. I get it. They don't want to do it. I'm trying to sway them. I'm trying to talk them into it. I'm trying to make some sense that it would be more of an upside than a downside because they can control it after the fact. All you're going to get, if the Eagles are on hard knocks, all you're going to get is the standard is the standard and rent is due every day. Well, I, yeah, that's all I'd, you're getting. Pretty much. I'd love to let Jalen Hurts play that starring role on Hard Knocks because uh, he is different than everybody you know what, else. They should go to the Bills because I want more inside depth on what the heck Stephon Diggs is doing. Yeah. If they get the they get the Bills week what what uh, what week the Buffalo does Buffalo come here? Well, uh, it's mid season. It's, it, 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 it's, uh, it's, it's right after the Chiefs, I think. Chiefs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. So about back. week 10, week so 11. Wait, 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 That's wait, when wait, I'll start wait, worrying wait, about the wait, Buffalo wait. Bills from an Eagle standpoint when they're coming here to uh, the link. Jeff Kerr, always a pleasure. Uh, uh, sorry it's not the winter, so your bowling average is uh, lingering a little bit. But I have faith you'll get it up, even though uh, you're going to go into some very air conditioned bowling center near you soon. Tonight. I love that. I love that. You going tonight? Yeah, I I got practice for nationals. I've, I'm going to Reno in two weeks, so that's all I care about right now. Oh, Reno, yeah, Ooh, big shot going out to Reno. Reno nine one one, one of my favorite shows, underrated show. Week twelve, Buffalo, November twenty sixth. So that'll be a big one. Giving ish time. 
Four twenty-five. Mm. It's it's the week after Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. well, well, Thanksgiving week, I guess. The Sunday yes. after Thanksgiving. Sunday. We know you can't go Reno nine one one while while bowling. Can you go Reno eight one one? Can you bowl? Not on that. Not on that shot. Okay. Maybe yeah. Reno. Maybe Reno five one one. Five one one. That's not good, Kurt. You better be better than that. That's a, that's a, gross a six shot. Or a seven, if I'm, not an eight. I'm bowling where Walter Ray Williams Jr. dominates. Just think about that. Who the hell is Walter Ray Williams? Yeah, One of the greatest bowlers of all time. Yeah. Pete Weber. Do you know who he is? I yeah, know Pete Weber. I know Pete Weber. Ernie McCracken. Ernie yeah. McCracken. Oh, of course best, I know uh, Ernie McCracken. Best bowler of all time, Ernie McCracken. All right. Uh, Jeff Carr, always a pleasure. Thanks, brother. We'll get you back again soon. Now, when are you going to Reno so we know we can't have you that week? Uh, July 3rd. July 3rd, I'm leaving. So that right. that, that, that week. Write July that 4th. down. Curry's out. Johnny July third. I think be, that's a Monday, isn't it? It's July fourth is on a Tuesday, I believe. Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'll be there all week. And tip your waiters and waitresses. That's Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports here with us on Birds Three Sixty Five. Thanks, right, Jordan Mac, Danny Mac, coming back. We still got an hour left to go. Oh, the Prince of Darkness is joining us today. Your friend and mine, Bob Groats, coming up in hour number two, so don't even think about streaming. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you're having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. You got Jody McDonald and John McMullen. That makes us Mac and Mac here on Birds 365. Thanks, Jeff Kerr, for hopping in. Um, is Nick Fierro better than Kerr at bowling? Do you- uh, I don't know. I haven't bowled with either. Now, Nick was a former professional bowler, so I'm going to have to do I would assume Nick is better because he was a professional, but I don't know that for a fact. Jeff's very good, but he's not a professional, I assume. Uh, but I don't know that much about bowling. Right. Nor do I, but I love talking bowling with Kerr. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just weird. Um what team is Fierro covering again? Is the same as last year? Uh, Nick's retired. Did uh, he retire? He was, so he's yeah. bowling full-time now, so he's definitely better than Kerr. No, he's, he's putting he's Kerr in the uh, mirror and just waving goodbye. He's in South Carolina. He's a big golfer as well, so he spends most of his time golfing. Um, I don't think he's a... Uh, I don't think he has uh, kept up with his professional status as a bowler. I don't think he bowls as much to be as sharp as he as he could be if he did it. Do they but have that, a? Do they have a? Maybe we'll get bowl? Nick on the show. Maybe we'll see if we'll join the show. Just for spits and giggles, I wouldn't mind catching up with Fierro. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, we're gonna have a, we're 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 always at tea time, 
if he's getting yeah i know i know he's always that's what i mean he's always golfing and we're on in the morning so right we can't get him but uh it would be worth it worth the shot um he's a fun dude i like fiero um johnny mac i need to ask you about this because i saw it uh covered in a couple of different places uh, maybe it was because Jeremy Fowler said something on one of his spots on ESPN over the weekend. The Buda Baker to Philadelphia rumors are at least sparking again. Not going to say they're hot, but they're sparking again. Um, he would prefer not to be an Arizona Cardinal. Um, we're now in that time when no one's in camp, but the next time anybody shows up is officially going to be camp. And if you're going to take its stance and make a statement, you got to kind of wait to camp anyway. I guess you can hold out for mandatory minicamp, but camp is when you really make a statement. You think Buda Baker showing up in Arizona come camp time? Um, that's a good question. Um, he certainly doesn't want to be there. Um, hey, that's the new age of the NFL. He sees the writing on the wall. That's a bad team. He doesn't want to be on a bad team and he wants a, a new place. So we'll see how it shakes out. Um, but you know, the Eagles, it's an interest that that's the one guy, you know, me, I hashtag. No, I generally say no, 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 no. DeAndre Hopkins. Nope. Dalvin Cook. Nope. Buda Baker. I went, eh. Maybe, um, you know, for a lot of reasons, age, versatile, just really good player. Um, and they have a need at that position. Um, and he's, he, he would fill that need day one. You know, it was interesting uh, when they drafted Sidney Brown, that was the name that was brought up to me. A lot of Buddha Baker-like traits. Um, but I mean, that's for down the road. Uh, nobody's expecting him to be Buda Baker in year one, and he didn't get off the third team in the spring, so it's going to take a while. Um, it's a Super Bowl team. Seize the moment. It, it, he, he is the one player where if I could seize the moment, if I were Howard Roseman, I would seize the moment. I would, I would, I would go get him. And like you, I'm a Buda Baker fan. Um, I, I don't even know if I'd call it a need, but certainly a position that can be upgraded is safety. And bringing in Buda Baker is upgrading the safety position. Nobody would argue that. Uh, it's one of the best safeties in the National Football League. Uh, the whole thing to me comes down to cap that if Howie Roseman, who's very good at restructuring contact, who is uh, – Main henchman on the cap, Jake Rosenberg and uh, Jake Rosenberg and Bryce Johnston. Are I, don't, the, I, I don't know Bryce. Um, uh, between the three of them, they do a great job of managing the Eagles cap. They're in good cap shape right now. Not outrageous. They've got the biggest dead cap money hit in the National Football League. And to be 11, 12 million under the cap going into the season means they've already done a lot of restructuring of contracts. They did it when they got the Jalen thing done, they redid Lane. And I, I don't know that they have the usual amount of flexibility. You can always manufacture some by redoing contracts to clear cap room in a given year. They'd have to, I, I would think they'd have to extend Baker right away, right? 
if you're going to go out and get them. Yeah, I, I would yeah. think they would, they would, yeah, they would do their old trick of put extra years on the back end to spread out the, the, I, I'm trying to pull up this contract. 13, um, 13 this year, um, 14.2 in 2024. I would think they would want to, you know, do the old voidable years trick. Um, and and try to get them extended. They have plenty of room. I mean, they could do it without without it, but uh, that's just the way they sort of do business. Um, and and they certainly they certainly would. Um, yeah, I mean, if he wants to play and he wants to be on the Super Bowl contender, and Arizona's willing to talk, I would. That's that's a player I would seriously consider. Agreed, but when you say wants to play a Super Bowl contender, it it almost sounds like you're saying, "Oh, he'll take less." I don't believe that for a millisecond. Do you? No, where, where no, he's that's at not in what his I meant. Career, he's not coming here and that's, go that, ahead, that's I'll not take what I meant. That's just to be with the Eagles. No, that's that's kind of the conversation with a Cook or a Hopkins. They would have to take a serious haircut. Um, right in this particular he's already under contract he's not um and he's already under contract for a significant money there's no you know arizona's not cutting them um so there's no you got to finagle around it and the only way you can is uh put years on the back end so he's under contract through 2024 um you you probably give him an extra year and you add two voidable years um, get it through 2027 and you could bring that cap number, the immediate cap number down. Um, that would be typically how the Eagles would do it. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, he's just a better player with all due respect. Look, I'm, I'm higher on the Eagles safety spot than linebacker. Um, you know, I have some optimism with Reed Blankenship. I think Terrell Edmonds is a fine, competent player. Um, I don't think he's splashy, but I think he's fine. I think Sidney Brown's got a lot of uh, upside. Um, so I feel more comfortable at safety than I do at linebacker, where they only have one linebacker, and even that's a projection. Uh, but this is a this is a Pro Bowl, All Pro level player. This is a big upgrade, um, and for that reason, and it's a big upgrade in the, in the prime of his career. He's twenty seven years old. He's he's not on the down like DeAndre Hopkins. As good as he's been, it's on the downside. Correct. Dalvin Cook, as good as he's been at that position, he's on the downside because he's touched it so much. It's just the history of that position. Um, not 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 in Buda Baker's case. You would expect to get three, at least three years of high level play out of him before you even start thinking about uh, the downside. I agree basically with everything you said there, except I I don't know that Davin Cook has dropped all that much. He's going to drop. I would not project him to have this unbelievable turnaround year. He had. Uh, I got it in front of me. Uh, year three, 1,100 yards, 1,500, 1,159, 1,173. He went for basically the same thing two years in a row. That's that's not a, a big drop-off. So 
he he's going to drop off. If you were going to a multi-year contract, you got to believe at some point he's going to go backwards. Hopkins has already dropped off. Dalvin Cook hasn't dropped off yet, but uh, he's a non-factor, non-starter with us for the Eagles because I just don't see them making that kind of a play. Here's where uh, you and I might diverge a little bit on the uh, linebacker versus safety, which is the biggest need for the Eagles, if you want to call it a need. Yeah, I'm very much in the linebacker uh, column because I don't trust Nicholas Morrow. I I trust Reed Blankenship more than I do Nicholas Morrow. I trust Evans more than I trust Morrow. I just don't have a good feeling about Nicholas Morrow. That's why I'm going to start the let's find out if Patrick Queen actually hits the open market, Johnny Mac. Because the one thing that uh, Buda Baker, and Buda Baker's had more of a career than Patrick Queen for sure, but Buda Baker's getting paid, and Buda Baker's got money this year and next year. Patrick Queen is on the last year of a rookie deal that uh, even if you don't touch his contract and you just take him on tomorrow and still have lots of cap money to be flexible going into the year, uh, that's I'm, 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 I've not gotten off that train. Eagles need a an upgrade at linebacker, and if he's out there and gettable, I think Patrick Queen is the perfect fit for this team. Well, I mean, he might be a fit from a football standpoint. I, you know, he wants to get paid. So, and we all know, we know now the Eagles aren't paying linebackers. Like I said, even with N'Kobe Dean, enjoy him while you can. I hope he turns into a, a tremendous player. But if he does turn into a tremendous player, he's probably not getting a second contract here um, just because they don't value the position. So if you if you acquire Patrick Queen, I know you like I wouldn't start thinking day three. Yeah, I'll start thinking about it. You've been saying day two. Yeah, I think um, he's, I think he's going to merit a third you're, round. You're pick. giving up a day two pick for one year because this is a rent a player because you're not paying him because if he plays well, two things can happen, right? If he plays well, he's going to want. I'm not going to say Devin White money when they start talking, but he's going to want ten million plus. Uh, a year, especially if he has a good year at that position for the Philadelphia Eagles, ain't happening. And if he has a bad year, you don't want him and he gave up a day two pick. So I, from that standpoint, I, I don't think it makes sense. Um, I don't like the way the Eagles, I think the Eagles have taken it too far um, at linebacker as far as their devaluation of the position. Uh, I think I, I do think they've taken it too far, but I try to deal in the reality of the Philadelphia Eagles and they're either, if he plays well and they acquire him, they're not going to pay him. Um, and if he plays poorly, it doesn't work. So I, I, unless you, unless you knock it down to day three pick, then I'll start talking about it. I don't care as much about that day three pick. Now, when you say that's where I'll start talking about it, are you talking about it from a John McMullen evaluation or no, a from an Eagles, Eagles perspective? From an Eagles. Well, then you shouldn't say I. Ah, you should say the Eagles may. Well, that's fine, but again, that's semantics. You know what I mean? So no, I don't. That's why I answered, John. If I knew what you mean, I wouldn't have asked you. Well, because when you say I, I think you mean you. But then when I question you from time to time, you go, yeah, but no, this is what the Eagles think. When I well, say I, 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 I mean so I. I'll make it, I mean so Jody I'll make McDonald. It. I don't speak for the Philadelphia Eagles and or give answers 
through the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, the way you asked me the questions. You asked you asked me the questions about the Philadelphia Eagles acquiring a particular player. Um, now, if I toggle back and forth between, I I apologize, and and the and the way the Eagles, I said it throughout my explanation how the Eagles value the position. They don't value the position. Is Patrick Queen going to be the sixth best off-ball linebacker in football next year? Probably not. The Eagles just had the sixth best off-ball linebacker in football. Wouldn't pay him six and a half million. They're certainly not going to pay a guy who's been a first-round pick and thinks he deserves more than that. So it's a rent-a-player. And if it's a rent-a-player, first of all, you got to go through the hurdles of is he going to be happy being a rent-a-player because he won an extension to begin with. And then even if you get over that hump and say, well, hey, you got a chance to win a Super Bowl. You got a chance to hit the open market. Basically, there's 32 teams. The vast majority of them have, 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 have certainly devalued the position as a whole, but not to the point the Eagles have. So somebody will be willing, as, as it happened with T.J. Edwards, somebody will be willing to pay something for a player, especially coming off a good season. The Eagles aren't going to do that at the linebacker position. That, to me, is a different conversation. Should they value the position more? Yeah, probably. I don't feel comfortable going into season with N'Kobe Dean and Nicholas Morrow. More comfortable with N'Kobe Dean. But what if N'Kobe Dean sprains his ankle? Right. Then where are you? You're screwed. Then where are you? Then Nicholas Morrow is your top linebacker. And then you start talking was it going to be Davion Taylor? Is it going to be Sean Bradley? Is it going to be Christian Ellis would obviously be the first one. We're now down to that in Philadelphia. We talk about this is the deepest, most well-rounded team. I say that. Pro Football Focus says that. Peter King says that. But where I differ from PFF and Peter King is, oh, they got weaknesses, and that's the biggest one. Right. It because – we're talking up like up Christian Ellis. Why are we talking up Christian Ellis? Well, he did play well in 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 the hundred minutes we got to see, but I mean they have nothing else. So we're looking for something. Right. If oh, you yeah. go to every other NFL city and say, "Oh, Christian Ellis might play," they're not going to be head over heels at linebacker. Um. The Eagles have taken this too far, but the way they do business, Patrick Queen, unless it's day three, I don't think it makes sense. And then I haven't even gotten to the point. Baltimore's probably not going to trade him because they're going to let him play out. And they think they're a Super Bowl contender. And they're probably not. They're probably unrealistic because the AFC is, is much deeper, but they think they're, they're going to be in the playoffs. Now I think they could be a playoff team. Um, and who knows from there and why not get the year out of him and hey get the comp pick yourself if you sign somewhere right but as as you questioned earlier you got to see if he'd be okay being a rental player well he's a rental player with baltimore right now so baltimore if they don't trading is banking on him being okay with being a rental player i give you a rental player dj edwards he didn't get a contract out of the Eagles. He knew he was singing for his summer supper last year, and he pre- did pretty damn well at it. As you said, what was he, sixth, eighth, best off-ball linebacker in football? That was okay. Yeah, I, if you if you tell me I can get T.J. Edwards' year out of Patrick Queen 
to me, that's worth the third round pick. Because remember, if you do let him walk, you're going to get a compensatory pick coming back on the other end. So it's a third round pick minus whatever you get back in a compensatory pick if he walked away from the team at the end of the year. Well, compensatory picks, remember, about that assumes you're not going to sign anybody. The Eagles' strategy this year was they were not going to sign anybody. Maybe next year it's not. Maybe they're looking to add somebody because they're better right. caps. And I'm asking, I'm asking this of John McMahon. We got our buddy Bob Groats coming up here in a second. What position other than linebacker, which we know they devalue, are the Eagles going to be uber aggressive going out and signing a free agent at next year? Oh, they're not going to be uber aggressive at linebacker. Um, they're going to. Oh, I'm they, saying other than they won't be linebacker. They're letting. Uh, if if he comes in and plays well, clean, clean plays well, well, you want to re-sign him. And if he gets too expensive, they're going to let him go because we don't put that kind of valuation. So you're going to get a compensatory pick. You're saying, well, you might not because that's balanced against other signings. I'm asking you what you think the Eagles will put as a position that they have to upgrade via free agent signings heading into well, 2025. It depends what happens. I mean, it could be cornerback. They're aging at cornerback. Who knows? I mean, maybe they move on from Slay. That's a valued position. You know, they tried to sign Marcus Williams years ago. That all depends on what happens. Um, um, and But they will be active if they have the space and they see a player they want. And all of a sudden, if you sign a player at any position, say at $10 million a year, and Patrick Queen gets eight, nine millions a year. Well, they right. ace each other out. So it's not, I think a lot of fans assume, oh, we'll just get the, it, it's automatic. It's not automatic. It, 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 it's, it's a formula that has to deal first. You have to lose more players than you sign. And the Eagles, that was part of their strategy this year. It's not necessarily going to be part of their strategy next year is all I'm saying. And I'm saying if I could identify a position where you know they're going to need to upgrade as per next year and they're going to have to be aggressive and they got to – I don't see that on its team. So I will suggest that just – and this is projecting and they got to play a whole season. you got to evaluate that all. I get it. It's an incomplete picture. My picture is, yeah, they're going to end up getting compensatory picks next year because they're not going to be – big-time players in free agency. All right, uh, McDonald and McMullen, Mackamack, Birds 365. Oh, we got the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Bob Groats joins us next year on Birds 365. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Google TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. For the big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the stakes and the stakes, go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready, all right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left, I fake a mom. Mama, go, oh, mama! She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Birds 365. Look who joins us. He's out and about on the roads again. The traveling wonder that is Bob Gross. What do you got there, Bob? Are you I got doing time to put... product placements? Yeah, I got time to put some deodorant on, don't I, guys? <laughs> uh, now, no, you did during the three minutes we were in commercial when we already had you punched up. So put the. By the deodorant... way, that looks like expensive stuff, Bob. That looks like uh, uh, high, I don't high, think so. Yeah, yeah. That looks like high. That doesn't look like dollar store. Let me say though, it, it works. All right. Well, that's, okay. that's no, all that matters. Not. I'll have to ask John. Does it work Dull for growth? Does it? When you got to sit next to him in the the booth, are you noticing? Yeah, I've, not, I've never noticed any 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 uh, any any issues with Bob okay. Growth. That's, that's top that's dollar store will crater your armpits, guys. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You yeah, don't want to do that. Not not the it. dollar store, but the real cheap ones. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get the good stuff. That's why I, I thought that looked like uh, high end uh, high end department store stuff. Yeah. Actually, that's it was one thing. Yeah. One thing I'm worth, and I can't believe we're discussing it. Um, I've been a brute spray guy. Brute since, spray. Brute right. spray since I've been 16 years old. I didn't I know have they been made that loyal anymore. to my deodorant for 40 friggin' years. Wow. And I've never changed. <laughs> I go brute back and spray. forth. I'm I'm more of a, a old spice slash degree guy. Uh, I've just, been just I've been every, brute since I've been six. I bought I bought into the degree hype. It says it works for forty eight hours. I don't think that's the case, but I bought forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, product placement guy. Nick what Sirianni? was it you had? Now that we're giving all these people free advertising, uh, reach yeah, into your back. That's seat. true. What did yeah. you have? What was yours? We didn't see it what? close enough. You got to hold it up. Oh, get back there into the back seat. I think it was yeah. brute. He's it's finding brute money. Spray. What is that? Yeah, that. David I'm telling, yeah, Who that's was? high end stuff. Yeah. That's high I, end stuff. I never go nowhere did without my David off. Yeah. Wow. What are you getting? What are you getting uh, 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 Russian deodorant? What are you there on you the black go. market? No, no, it's Swiss. 
Swiss. All right. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah, you're on the, the black one thing, market. The one thing Bob Groats is not neutral like Swiss. No. Uh, I no. thought I was going to have to report you to Homeland Security. I thought, no. you know, you're getting you're getting this stuff, uh, you know. I'm already under surveillance ways. with them. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Uh, I saw an article you did in the Delco Times about uh, gambling and sports betting in the NFL and Nick Sirianni making a speech to the guys before they all scattered for the wind for the uh, summer. Don't be in the headlines. Exactly. And uh, sports wagering is just one of the ways you can get into the headline if you do it incorrectly or you do it in the wrong spot. Um, Nick's pretty good at this stuff. He's very good at knowing how to work with guys but not be a taskmaster, to kind of be a buddy, but when need be, listen, I'm the coach. Uh, this is, for you, and you have a better grasp on it than I do because you're down there talking to him. Does he handle this stuff well? The the balancing act of being the disciplinarian as a coach, but also being the guy who the guys, who the players like and want to say, yeah, I should listen to my bud, Nick Sirianni. Yeah, he, he's a good communicator. He he gets that message out there. And uh, I know sometimes we laugh about, you know, this uh, the repetition with communicating but he does a very good job of that. And I got to say this. All right. All right. So he no sooner does he make that speech about the uh, the directive. And and I'm telling you, the NFL, too, they can't do anything simple. You know, I mean, listen to the Eagles talk about it. They, they were all over the place. I, I don't even know what the heck the rule is. You know, like what? Nobody they, knows. They, yeah. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. So he did the best he could with that. So I'm driving on the turnpike, heading towards State College. And what do I see on the billboard coming June 23rd? Jordan Davis at at some casino out there. I like I I almost wet myself. It was so funny. (laughs) I'm thinking, my God, I wish I knew this before my uh, before I I wrote that story. So but that doesn't mean it's illegal. I just don't know. I'm the directive is ridiculous. It's just. You know, it's amazing how hypocritical the NFL has become. You remember a couple of years ago, Tony Romo, they shut Tony Romo down from he was going to do a fantasy football convention. Uh, and they said, you can't do that. Uh, fantasy football is gambling, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and now they want all the money um, to generate. Oh, yeah. But then the players, yeah, I mean, you're screwing guys. Detroit already. And that's an up and coming team. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. I, I think that Calvin Ridley would have been here, by the way, if he didn't get uh if he didn't get uh suspended last year. Um I I don't know. I, I feel sorry for the players here because it's not look, you can't bet in team facilities. You can't you but you can bet outside the building, but you can't bet on NFL games. You can't bet in team hotels on the road. Stuff seems very, yeah, goofy to me, Bob. Hey, I'm I'm old school. I remember walking in those locker rooms and seeing the big ass sign on the on the wall: "Do not associate no gambling. Do not yeah. associate yeah. with gambling." And you know, after looking at that, you looked over your shoulder to see if anyone saw you reading it, because uh, I'm I'm telling you, they they were strict as could be. But now, um, and by the way, that fantasy football that Tony Romo. That thing he wanted to do. Now yeah. they're they're making tons of money. Oh yeah. I mean, it, oh yeah. So yeah. they they've come full circle. I mean, it just uh, and I don't you know I, I I think it puts the players in a in a difficult position because 
I mean, they're competitive to begin with. You know, they're always saying my team is going to beat this team or that or the other thing. And uh, and now some of these some of these teams have gambling facilities, not so much in the NFL. In their stadium. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, they're, they're, them. they're right yeah. there. I met a Chickies and Pete's the other night. Well, not the other night, but a few months ago. <laughs> the one out in Melbourne, you can you can lay down. A, I could lay down a bed if I wanted to during oh, yeah. the break, you know. But yeah, uh, obviously, absolutely. you don't do that. You don't and do I, I, I hold the players a little bit more responsible. Sounds like than than you two guys, because I don't think it's that. It's not that inundated as far as what you can and can't do. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. The only one I got a problem with is the fantasy stuff, because you're allowed to bet NFL fantasy, but only to a certain point. Like, you can't get into a million-dollar fantasy football league. But if you're just in a couple of hundred-dollar fantasy football league just for fun, but you got money on it, that you're allowed to do. Now, that I agree. That's stupid. That That's completely, unbelievably hypocritical. Either you can bet on football or you can't bet on football. That's where I would yeah, make I, that one hard and fast and include fantasy in it as well. But the, you can't bet in the facility. How stupid do you have to be? Just leave the facility, go out to your car. You got to have action. You got to put in a bed. Go out to your car. Get the hell out of the building. How hard is that for the player? The players can't comprehend that or understand that, Bob? They're they're yeah. they're, they're very young people, Jody. I mean, that you have to add. They into all went that to college well. for three years. Yeah. They, no, you, they, know, they, you know, when you they can't get their in three years figure out you can't bet in a building. Get out if you want to go bet. That's too much to ask. You know, with a guy who just left college gets his information from the guy who just got into the NFL. That's, yeah. that's the way it works. Yeah. And they don't, I don't think these guys are like going to libraries or, or I don't think they subscribe to, to uh, newspaper news subscription services. I, I don't think they just listen to each other. They talk to each yeah. other. They get enough stuff to do. So, yeah. and I don't, by the way, I, I don't, I never liked the gambling thing. And, uh, and I, you know, you can't tell me that these are the only cases either. You know, oh, I know. Well, that's the other part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this to me, my problem is I get what you're other. saying, Jody. Uh, you know, you should be able to do it. You should be able to say, all right, just don't do it here. Um, don't bet on the NFL. That should be it. Um, you know, go bet on baseball, basketball, whatever you want to bet right. on. Or your Jason Peters, don't bet on anything. Uh, oh. I <laughs> but anyway, um, if, 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 it, it it seems like Jerry Jones scribbled this on on the back of a cocktail napkin, you know, eight gin and tonics in. <laughs> that that's my problem. Uh, that, 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 it's all over the place. It's haphazard. It, 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 and if you really want to educate young people, you know, say, hey, moron, you can't do this. At least give them a warning, and say, I'm not going to take away a freaking half year or six games or a full year of, of a career, a very short career, then if they do it again, all right, then I'm with you. But that first time, I, there's got to be a warning. There's got to be, all right, hey, dummy, you can't do this. Then after that, all right, all, all spare game. That's how I would handle it. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like you. I mean, if you're going to have I'm yeah. I'm holding the players to a higher standard. And I might be wrong to do so, but I'm giving him more credit than that, that they're brighted, that 
They all got the memo. They all were educated. They all had to listen to the coach talk. A compliance guy came in and explained it to them, and they still did it. I'm sorry. You don't. You start at strike two. You tell them ahead of time, this is strike two. And if you make a mistake, it's going to be strike three. You're going to pay a price. I don't think that's being overly harsh to the, the players. Sorry. I hold them to a higher standard. Well, the only reason I think it's different, uh, you know, the only reason I think it's different is because these things are so inundated in society now. And they grew up, we grew up in a different time. These things didn't exist. It's their whole freaking lives. And you touch one button and you bet $2. And technically, uh, say if you're an eagle and you bet $2 on the commanders to beat the Cowboys, Oh, you're done for the year. I, I yeah, I, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. But maybe it's me. Maybe right. I'm getting too liberal in my and, old age. And, and maybe uh, I'm tipping my hand here. It's not one button. It's several buttons. All Nobody right. pushes. There's well, no There's no butt dialing a bet for the commanders at $2 in on the play. No, hey. you have to actually try and <laughs> do it. You have to commit to betting that money and shame on them if they do. I mean, I, you know, I, that's I, an I, insult. Because yeah. I'm a champion butt dialer, and I can do. <laughs> anyway. well, I've been butt dialed by Bob Gross. I've rewrote the book on butt dialing, so yeah. you know. Uh, but that, you can apologize some other time. Yeah. Oh, it, it's too guys. easy. That's my point, Jody. Though, yeah. All right, you have to hit a couple buttons, but you you put out your phone, you get the app out, you say, "All right." Again, we're talking about 22, 23 year olds. Uh, you know. There's veteran players as well. But we're talking about a lot of young players to use Jameson Williams, second-year player, whatever he is, 22 That's years old. That's a huge loss, yeah. Right. Um, it, 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 you know, you have it in your pocket. You have it in your phone. It's inundated with your whole life since you've grown up in this era. And it, it's second nature to you. I just think I, I think it's unfair. I really do. And I'm – hey, many times I've been hardcore. When – when when they used to suspend people for marijuana, it used to drive me crazy when fans would say, oh, um, the NFL doesn't care about domestic violence or insert some other horrible thing, but they care about weed smoking. I thought that's so stupid because it's collectively bargained. You got to fail like four tests before you even get to the first suspension. And like nobody knew that, so I was like hard line on that when it was said. It was like these guys are idiots. They failed a bunch of different tests. Uh, they deserve it. I have no problem with that. But this stuff, I got a problem with. I really do. I think it's completely unfair to the players. But that's me. Yeah, apparently, yeah, we, you and I have different standards. Uh, I, John, uh, Bob Groats. When the Eagles get camp underway, we know they'll be doing minimal activities because they do minimal activities last year and they went to the Super Bowl and were tied with 10 seconds to go. Even less this year, because it was successful, there's no way to deem it anything other but then successful. Are you guys going to, mandatory time that you're going to get to watch practice? Is it going to be even less? Will the Eagles actually be doing more classroom stuff and less on-field activities because they had the success they had last year? Well, they had a longer season because of the, the Super Bowl. So I wouldn't be surprised if the sports science people, you know, 
backed them off just a little bit. But uh, they have to take a look at guys, too. they got to figure out who's going to play where on that offensive line. And, and that's the biggest question to me on the whole team is who's going to be the right guard. Um, I, I still, for the life of me, I don't think they have the answer right now. I, that's going to be an issue, I believe. And um, so, but yeah, I, I could see them doing just a little bit less. And, and because of what I said, because of the Super Bowl, they, that's fair. You know, the OTAs, right. They, they spent a lot of time out there and they, you know, they, they take all those pills too. What, what are those pills that measure your body heat and all this other stuff? God knows what they do, what these guys are taking, but it's all sports science. So they know exactly how many snaps they can give them. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened a little bit. We've had a pretty mild uh, a summer. I guess are we in summer yet? No, been, tomorrow. Tomorrow's tomorrow. the official. Uh, it's been of pretty summer. mild. So, you know, you might see, you know, they're going to have to find out some things. And, uh, and Nick Sirianni will, I mean, in those uh, 11 on 11s, I think those will be pretty much the same. Maybe the practices, maybe they're, they're a little bit shorter. Uh, younger guys going more, but um, they've been they've been really smart about it, and they've been fortunate with the injuries, or or you know maybe that cause and effect thing, you know they maybe they just earned that, you know like from um, from their diligence and uh, and their sports science. Um, so, uh, but you know, like I was saying, I, I still you, you guys were talking about uh, uh, you know one year players and stuff. I, I'm still wondering if there's like a guard out there that might be able to fit in there real quick. Maybe you not. You think they're but... gonna make a move for another body, huh? Nah. No, I, I, well, and, and Jeff I, Stoutman, we trust, Bob. Come on, it, yeah, they if trust. someone's gonna get cut, yeah. Well, I, I could see him bring some along, but do you really want Dalton? Start... Uh, Dalton Risner, how do you pronounce his name? He's still out there, but why? Is well, you he know, still out there? There? we mentioned his name, Jason Peters. Uh, Jason, I don't yeah. see that happening. Yeah, but. But here's my thing, though. You I don't said, like the idea. I don't like their. I don't like the the uh, sol- their, well, their alleged solution right now. Which well, which, yeah, which, but what is more to you, uh, force feeding Steen or moving beef jerky over to right guard? Which are you referring to? Uh, I don't like either of those right now. Okay, no. you're over two, huh? Yeah, All I don't right. think either. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with uh, Jurgens, but. And I don't think he's the right guy to, to play on the right side of uh, Jason Kelsey. But there. Here, here's my only point with that. Even if Jurgens can't do it and Steen can't do it, you could still go to Jack Driscoll. Whereas, yeah, but he, he won't stay healthy, though. He, he oh, just, that's that's you know, true. I mean, that's, he, that's true. you'll get a few games out of him. And um, so I, I hate to see that, uh, you know, the A-gaps, too. If you're going to get after Jalen Hurts and disrupt things, that's where you get them, right in the A gaps. Yeah, you got to sugar the A gaps, Bob. Ciamalo, Ciamalo was really, really good. I mean, underrated. I, I'm still a little bit surprised that they didn't decide to do something. But they're, you know, they're paying Kelsey a lot. They've invested in him, so you know they had they did what they had to do. And now uh, you're, but you, that's your biggest concern. That's a bigger concern than linebacker or or safety. Oh right yeah, no, really? That wow. offense. That offense is going to be scoring points. That's how they win games, and uh, and you got to protect the quarterback. Uh-huh. You, you just extended them. You know you want to get these next three, <clears> four. <throat> years. These are the these are the years that uh, you you have your fingers crossed that he wins wins a Super Bowl. Um, he's getting and he's getting all that money. And uh, I heard uh, Jody talking about free agents before. And and uh, do they make make them a priority in the coming? What what guys maybe the year after? What's going to be their plan of free agency? I, I see them. 
I see their plan at free agency as uh, just re-signing guys that they like and uh, and drafting. I think they're not re-signing guys are not free agents. Yeah, right, right, and and uh, developing their own guys. I, I think that's what you're looking at for next season. Maybe you know, and well, that's always the that hope. Goes. I mean, always the hope is you draft good players and you develop them, and they turn into to, to really good players. But that's usually not the reality. You, you're going to miss on some guys. Um, well, we'll see about some of these Georgia guys this year, won't we? I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll oh yeah, see, oh we'll yeah. See they're, they're, I think they're banking on all the Georgia guys being hits. Yeah, and they're yeah. they're going to get a chance to play. But and you know, know I, we I don't talk the- about that enough. But I brought that up last week. Georgia had five first-round picks on defense last year. None of them hit the ground running. None of them. You could argue Trayvon Walker was a good player, is the number one overall pick, but he's the number one overall pick. The rest of them, as people know, I'm not going to call Jordan Davis a boss. Some people have. I thought he was playing well before he got hurt. Um, I think he's going to be a good player. Devontae Wyatt, who is he? Quay Walker, Lewis Seen. Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantees for anybody. Yeah, um, definitely not. You know, and um, that, that's going to be that'll be fun to see. And by the way, I said what I was saying, I, the, the probably the, the number one weakness or the, the thing I want to see them take care of is that right guard position. That's that's a, a priority to me. I still I, I, for the life of me, I still. am trying to put my wrap my arms around this whole defensive coordinator thing with Sean to say, you know, and uh <clears throat> And having a guy looking over his shoulder, who who actually called the defensive plays, uh, and and uh, worked at uh, New England with Bill Belichick, I I don't know how that's gonna, you know. Yeah, I was, I brought that up yesterday, and we, we had happen? Zach on. We had Zach Berman on, Bob. I and Zach kind of dismissed it. I I look at it on both sides. Marcus Brady is sitting there. For Brian Johnson, Marcus Brady's been an offensive coordinator. He's he's got experience. I, I don't I don't know. That seems strange to me. The way they set up the the coaching staff. I'm with you there. I, I they have an extra layer of coaching staff that they didn't have last year. Why? Why? Why is Marcus Brady there? Why is Matt Patricia there? That that we have to get that question answered in training camp. Up. Yeah, well, I I can uh, I don't have any issue at all with uh, Brian Johnson. In fact, I think I see the offense taking a step forward with him. There, I, I you know I just all I'm this, saying all I'm saying is they have a safety net, just yeah. like they have a safety net on defense. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, right now it's more gut feeling with me, but uh, I, I think those two are going to have a, just an unbelievable synergy. Uh, I think they think similarly. Um, well, they both played quarterback, but uh, I think you're going to see uh, even more power, more uh, explosiveness in this offense this year. I think uh, they're going to what what wraps were on Jalen Hurts last last year are going to be they're just going to take take the the wraps right off of them and just and what you're going to see is one of the most exciting Eagles def- offenses ever. I, I see Hurts and uh, and Brian Johnson really teeing it up this year. Uh, the defense, I'm still you know. I, I, I'm telling you, I know maybe Zach doesn't see, you know, a problem with uh, Patricia, like looking over the shoulder of Desai, but I, I see this turn into Patricia's defense, maybe the first 
or the second month of the season. I swear to God. I, I think, yeah. Whoa. This Whoa. is a time bomb. All right, all right. Well, t- t- time, out, be- time out Philadelphia. Yeah. First things first, <clears throat> if you're out there and you got your phone and you got your sports betting app, if you're not an Eagle player, not in a facility where the Eagle, you can't do it. But anybody else who's not a Philadelphia Eagle player, feel free to bet Jalen Hurts for MVP. Because Groach just told you the offense is going to be better this year. Oh, We're trying think- to- he was runner-up last year, and if he's going to get better, well, he's got to win the MVP. So go ahead yeah. and bet Jalen Hurts to win the MVP. Bob Am Groach, I allowed to double that. down or... Is that against the rules on this show? You can, you can do whatever the hell you want. Okay. You're in your car. You I'm got doubling down on that. Problems. You can, you can, you can uh, do any wagering you want, Groats. All right, here's the question I have for you. Two-part question. Buda Baker could be available out on the open market. What do you think the Philadelphia Eagles, how high a draft pick would they give up for Buda Baker? How high a draft pick would Bob Groats give up for Buda Baker? Oh, I, I would not give up. A, a, I'd probably give up a third day pick if I gave up anything at all. And I and I'd want him on a real. I guess you couldn't. You'd have to. You'd have to pick up the rest of his contract. Right, Thirteen John? this year, uh, fourteen yeah. next year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. You know what? I don't want him. I don't want him. I mean, I he's he's got talent. Um, he's smart, but uh, th- they'll be able to find somebody to to help him that for you know at a more cost efficient thing. And I don't. I don't think he's. I really don't think he's the type of playmaker that um, some other people think. I don't. I don't think he's like your, your. Um, you know, Arizona's had some great, like Honey Bear, Tyron Matthew. He's not. He's not that guy. For for a Tyron Matthew, Matthew, I would do that. I would. I would make a deal for that for him, but not for this guy. Really. Yeah, you're not as he's, big a not, Buda Baker not fan as me class. and John. John and yeah. I both like the player a lot. Yeah, yeah, not in the same class though. I mean, I you you're gonna be able to. I think you're gonna be okay without him. And um, and that defensive line, if Jalen Carter, you know, stays on the field and uh, and does what they what he can do, uh, that'll be interesting too. Uh, at Bob Groats, make sure you follow uh, Bob on Twitter. Does a tremendous job. The dean of the Eagles beat writers, as I like to call him, Delco Times. Read him there, DelcoTimes.com. Um, I'll leave it here with you, Bob. And, and, and you said, uh, Sean Desai, some issues, you know, Howie Roseman's getting his flowers this off season, deservedly. So I think he's a top five GM, but boy, listening to you saying, and I say it all the time, you know, 90, at least 95% of the time when a big name player becomes available, DeAndre Hopkins, I say, no. Dalvin Cook, no. Hashtag no, I've said. No, 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 no. Do we give Howie too much credit at times? Because we're counting on Nicholas Morrow, Reed Blankenship, Terrell Edmonds, and saying, oh, they'll be fine. I I don't know if they're going to be fine on the back end of that defense. I think Terrell Edmonds is just, he's going to be a special teams guy. Uh, The Steelers. Who the hell's going to start? The Steelers would have done something with him. They'll they'll figure something out. Um, I I don't think he's um, I don't think he's a starter. I know he's got some of that on really? his resume. Yeah, he he's not it. No. <clears throat> so um, you know, Sidney Brown. Maybe maybe Keeley. Maybe Keeley will will end up in a hybrid type of role. You know, maybe Avante Maddox will stay healthier. 
You know, I'll remember, uh, you know, don't be be moving Maddox around. Maddox is one of the best uh, slot corners in the National Football League. Leave him. If he stays on the field, leave him on the field. Leave him at the slot. Don't be moving him to safety. (laughs) I I will agree. I'll agree with you, though. The back end of that defense, they got to do some stuff there. That's why I don't know. I mean, (laughs) to me, you know, you've got a new defensive coordinator and um, and we all know that the Eagles didn't get any stops in the second half of that Super Bowl. And they're going to, that's going to be something that they got to prove that they can do, like stop somebody like every game. If, if they, if that defense is porous again, you know, you, you're going to see a lot of a knee jerk reaction from. You uh, can tell it's the off season. I, you know, with Calais Ringo, I mean, yeah, he's the long term. He- he's the long term heir apparent for Slay or Bradbury. You know he's an out, and people are moving him to safety. I mean, yeah, I think I don't he's a think twenty-year-old kid. I, I mean, uh, you can you tell look, it's if young. Look kid. at his highlights. I mean, he kind of is. He's playing center field or or left field or right field. I mean, I don't, I don't see him turning his hips and and you know going solo with some of these real. Quick Lewis seen played he's a big guy. played safety at Georgia. Was an All-American safety at Georgia. And couldn't play a lick as a rookie before he got hurt. Just people pump the brakes. Pump the brakes yeah. on that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with Johnny Mac on that one. All right. Johnny Mac calls uh, Bob Gorch right. the Dean. I call him the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> I think we're, I think we're both going to have to go to the Prince of Deodorant going forward. Yeah. So that, yeah. There's a possibility. Yeah. Be tuned uh, for lightning. Bob Groats when he shows up. He's always entertaining. We thank him for doing so. We'll get you up in a guys. couple of weeks, buddy. See you, Bob. That is Bob Groats here. It's on the black market getting that deodorant too, man. That's high high class stuff. Yeah, I can guarantee you I've never spent that on deodorant. Whatever he paid for that, I have never. Uh, I really am. I'm as boring as they come. Brute spray for 40 friggin' years. Since I was in high school. I started using brute aerosol spray when I was in high school. Still do it today. All right, uh, that's way too much deodorant talk. We'll come back. I don't think the show is stunk. But just in case, if we got to put some deodorant, we will as we put a bow on the show. Imaginations run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods.
Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles Fox picking on us here on Bird 365 uh, Mac and Mac will be right back again tomorrow um, We should get Mike Gill on tomorrow, right? He's our Wednesday guy, Johnny Mac Yeah, I got to double down Doing the vacation it, thing but, uh, gotta, yeah. Is there a 9 o'clock baseball game he's got to coach since he is the... It's always possible yeah, By the know. way, I know it's too much deodorant talk But uh, our crack producer, Xander Krauss $16 a stick uh, he For looked, the uh, one that Groats has? Yes, I told Holy you mackerel. I told you that was high level I could tell by the packaging. That's what you're paying for, by the way. The no, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they they make it look real good. And then you don't feel as bad overpaying as you do. Um, what was the one other question? Oh, will we have player number 24 tomorrow from the Kratz-McMullen combination on S? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, each one day. a day, every day for the next one 25 day. days? Correct. Uh, so 24 will be out. Uh, tomorrow. Now, do you know who number 24 is? Have they informed you ahead of time? Have you compared notes? Yeah, with I did. I, 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 I assembled the voting, so I know the whole list. Oh, okay. So you're not going to tell us till tomorrow. You're going to make us wait for it to come out on SI. Got to do it. That's all right. Good job out of you. Good job out of you all show long. Uh, I say we do this again tomorrow. You in, McMullen? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Some... 22 hours from now, we'll be back on Birds 365. You've been listening to Birds 365, the destination for the passionate Eagles football fan who bleeds green. If it's Eagles football, we're talking about it. Debate inside the locker room and guests that are some of the greatest football minds from around the region. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Jacob Sports. See you next time on Birds 365. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.